Hello, and welcome to Stay Awake with Russell Brand, where every week we do a guided meditation suggested by someone that's a member of our community and then executed. Is that the right word for a guided meditation by me? Today, we're going to do a meditation that's fashioned around staying calm at Christmas. It's written by Toby, who said, in all the craziness in the build-up this time of year, could you share a meditation to bring to bring some calm? In a sense, all meditations, other than perhaps, and this is a meditation to facilitate excellence or high performance, all meditation is about sort of calmness, isn't it? And perhaps even in the example I just gave of high performance, you would want to be in a relaxed state of presence and focus. I was thinking first and foremost that the Christmas holiday is a spiritual holiday, even obviously beyond its Christian connotations. I mean, the Christmas holiday is naturally Christian in origin, but its positioning around the solstice is obviously a time of withdrawal, the least light in this hemisphere, different than the other hemisphere, I acknowledge. But I feel that taking an invitation to move within and to perhaps anticipate and experience the possibility of new life being born something we should consider so mate toby you're asking to relax and find some peace and serenity before the presumed freneticism of the christmas holiday period there and uh, i reckon we can do something on that okay so as always sit or lay down somewhere comfortable where you're not going to be disturbed i'm going to put my hands in my lap like that today left hand on top of right hand as always we try and keep our back straight i know a lot of you like to lay down so lay down let me know if you have some problem with sitting down or some preference about how to position yourself for meditation but it is some say and when i say some i mean advanced meditators and meditation teachers that the sort of straightness of the spine is pretty important generally when i meditate in the morning i do lean against something because i don't know i just like to be comfortable but if we were like doing zen or you know some like super disciplined buddhist derived meditation we'd likely be sat bolt upright our chin pulled in and our heart thrust out and our hips slightly tucked or our pelvis rather anyway, when you're satisfied that your back is straight close the eyes Take a big breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Do that a couple of times and close your eyes when you're comfortable if you're in a position and a state of mind where you feel safe doing that. And actually just for a moment with your eyes closed, feel how your body feels. Do you feel any sadness? Do you feel any anxiety? Do you feel any agitation? Do you feel longing or loss? Just note these things without incorporating them or attaching to them, isn't it? Wonderful, those occasions where you can, closing your eyes and staying with your breath, note that these feelings are feelings that you are experiencing or observing, sensing, rather than determinants or components of your you-ness. It is not you. Say now, I shut my eyes, I feel this sadness by my eyes. It takes kind of discipline, or for a start, it takes awareness to recognize that I'm the observer of that feeling rather than that feeling itself because the purpose of these feelings, of course, is to get our attention and to alter our action. That's why we feel anxiety or 
fear, longing to provoke action. It's pretty obvious, I suppose. Move to a comfortable nasal breathing pattern. Say, breathing in for five and out for seven, or in for three and out for five, something like this. Pay attention to the parts of your body that are in contact with the floor or the seat you're sitting on. And pay attention too to the transitional moment between the inhalation and the exhalation. There are some teachers that say this is the moment where we live between the inhalation and the exhalation. All culture is laid upon biology. Returning to the body is paramount. The body is real. Your body is real. Your body does not care for ideology. Your mind may. Your mind may care about modern ideologies or traditional or ancient ideologies. But your body with its bones and its skin and its organs, with its fluid and its mucus, with its sinew and marrow, does not care for ideology. It functions, it heals, it decays, it does what bodies do. And all of the myriad innumerable actions and activities of the body, all of the freneticism of the body, all of the communities of the body, all the communion interaction, all the neurological activity, all the nervous activity, visceral activity, carnal, skeletal, cellular, subcellular, whatever it is that keeps white and red blood cells flowing, perpetuating, generating, whatever this is, it does not care whether or not there's a Christian festival or a secular festival or a pagan festival or a blockbuster movie. It may only be tangentially aware of heartbreak or grief. Things that contact our spirit. Try now to breathe in for five and out for seven. And remain in contact with the breath. Pay particular attention for the next few breaths to the moment of transition between inhalation and exhalation and exhalation and inhalation. See if you can stay with it even though there will be thoughts, even though there will be feelings. Note whether or not you can be present for each of these transitions. Similarly, note each time you are distracted. And by distracted, I mean absorbed into, combined with a thought or sensation. Let's try five breaths together now. 
down for me during that time. I felt some sadness. Some ideas came. My awareness that I'm recording a meditation was available to me. And I tried as Michael Singer, writer of Untethered, un, writer of Untethered Soul, suggests. To allow my feelings to move through me. This means that when we cultivate this, that we will be more likely, when amidst the busyness of whatever routines and rituals, visits, your Christmas or this period constitute, is constituted of, you will have a home in yourself. You will know that beneath the activity, mental, social, physical, cultural, there is a place within you in which calmness is available. The felt experience of the moment you live in, in your mind, in your body. Now, whether or not you want to regard it as your life is up to you because many of the teachers that I admire say that this is an obstacle of freedom, this resolute, determined idea that I am, own my life like it's my pet. And if I was to see myself as a visitor in this realm, consciousness, experience, perhaps I wouldn't feel so painfully attached to outcomes, perhaps I wouldn't feel such sadness, grief lost longing. In five out of seven, pay attention to the transition and know that this is a tool you have available. You could be sat at a table with bawling uncles and burbling aunts and a cacophony of cousins and return to the breath and the transition. know that all things might be regarded as emanating waves from central oneness. That the narratives and treasured ideas we have about ourselves and others may be wrong. The outcomes we, we, the outcomes we most cherish and crave may not be correct. Be willing to surrender everything. Now, let's take some deep inhalations through the nose. And let it out for your mouth. So a couple more of those and be willing to let go of any of any be willing to let go of any sadness that you may have felt, any fear that you may have felt, any expectations that you may have. I see yourself as a visitor in your life, a servant in your life. Toby, I hope that was useful. Any of you that are feeling anxious about this period of socializing or isolation, ultimately, the ongoing breath, the ongoing respiration, the transition between the inhalation and the exhalation is an ever-present rhythm that has 
scored our life since our first inhalation and will remain with us till the last. And who knows if the presence that observes these transitions will last beyond that. Nobody knows is the answer. Happy Christmas. I hope they have a beautiful time either in solitude or around the people that you love or being dragged somewhere where you didn't really want to go but feel that you ought to go. The tool I'll most be using is observing those transitions and seeing if I can be of service to others. Gets me out of myself. God knows I need that. Happy Christmas. See you next week for more Stay Awake. To get all of these meditations, there's a link in the description. Join me over at Rumble. They're all there. They're all free. Thanks.